1: Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm
2: Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And today, we are offering up something
1: a little new and a little different. We are bringing you a new episode called Product Recall. This is a weekly episode where we dig deeper into the history of an iconic product and its impact, and it will be coming to you every Friday here on Forever 35. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes, we are taking requests. If there is something you want us to dig into, a product you want us to recall for you, (laughs) if you will, <laughs> please reach out to us. As always, you can contact us via voicemail or text at 781-591-0390. You can also email us or leave us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com.
2: And I also just want to note that you can go to our website, forever35podcast.com, where we will have links to everything that we talk about on these episodes. So if you're looking for, you know, the sources or Video, anything else, videos, videos, videos to, yeah, you can go check those out on our website. So, Kate, what are we talking about today?
1: All right. For our first product recall, I am bringing you what I view as an icon. Okay. And and, and we should tell listeners that the way we have decided to do this for now, this is also an experiment totally. we could change. But we are each taking on a product yes. and sharing it with the other. Mm-hmm. So while the other person may be familiar with the product, you don't know what we know. <laughs>
2: I can't wait to learn what you know.
1: You have not sat here and poured over the amount of YouTube commercials that I have over the last week for this product. No, so, I haven't. I am thrilled, 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 thrilled to be presenting Noxema to you, Dory. Noxema.
2: So Here's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, yes, I'm listening. What words, just off the top of your head, yes, come okay. to mind when you hear Noxema? Mm, creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, drugstore. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Um, cleansing. Hmm. Um, that's kind of what I got. A creamy cleanser
1: that you can get at a drugstore. Yeah, well, that does sum it up very succinctly. Okay, thank you. You know what's so interesting about you mentioning creamy is that that is a word that comes up over and over in its marketing and advertising for decades.
2: Wow. And
1: we'll get into it, but one of the things that kind of has blown me away about learning in depth about Noxema, which is a a, one, a product that's over a hundred years old. Whoa. Yeah, is that the the way in which it has been described has been consistent the whole time. Wow. So even, yeah, even though the advertising changes and the line expands, the description stays the same. Interesting. And creamy is a big one. For me, I often think of like, tingly. Mm. And actually when I think of Noxima, I don't think of a word necessarily, I think of a smell. Okay. So if you've ever opened up a jar of Noxima, which is now marketed as a f- face cleanser, mm-hmm. it has a very distinct kind of eucalyptus menthol smell, mm-hmm. which is what the product which are ingredients of the product right. and kind of what it is sold as. So, let's get into it. Okay. So Take me on this journey, Kate. Come on this ride. So, for many of us, you know, if you're our age, Noxema was a huge part, I think, of our upbringing. Yeah. Whether or not we used the product, it was marketed. It was ubiquitous. Yes. It was so. It was on every TV station during any show geared toward tweens to teens in the and magazines and magazines. Yes. So, what's interesting to me. That I didn't know is that Noxima was initially created as a product for sunburns. Oh. So let me take you back in time. Okay. We're in Maryland. Okay. All right. All We're right. in Ocean City, Maryland. I'm
2: closing my eyes. I'm picturing this. You're yes. picturing
1: seagulls. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like 1910. Yep. So. People are in
2: bathing costumes. Yeah. They're in like full
1: body striped bathing <laughs> yep. suits. Women can't vote. Sure. It's wild. Yes. But people are still getting sunburns. So there was this doctor who lived in Ocean City, Maryland. Dr. Francis Townsend was his name.
2: Okay. And
1: he created this concoction that he started selling to people who are vacationing in Ocean City by the shore. And he introduced it as a sunburn remedy. Mmm. With all these ingredients, the main ones being camphor, menthol, eucalyptus, these things that are notoriously known to kind of have a cooling effect on right. the skin. Very
2: soothing. Yeah.
1: Tingly. You put it on. It's same as if you put on um, my grandmother had mentholatum, but there's another uh, brand for it. Vicks Vaporub, right? Mm-hmm. That okay. same kind of feeling yeah. and smell. So the kind of origin story is a little murky. Okay, as many of these are. Especially when you're dealing with the 1900s where there were just like dudes selling jars of shit out of wagons.
2: Totally. Right? Like, and taking out little magazine ads where right. they're like elixirs. <laughs> so many elixirs. <laughs> so uh, most of this is coming
1: from Wikipedia in terms of the history of Noxima. And okay. when I go, when I've done other research, this is kind of the same repeated story. Okay. Which is that. It's a little foggy if Townsend, this original doctor, gave this formula, this product to this guy, George Bunting, who was like a pharmacist, druggist of the time. Okay. He essentially kind of was like, no, I, I saw that, but I made up my own thing. Sure, George. Okay. But George gets all the credit. <gasps> so the Bunting family, like if you are looking for the people who, who are living off the generational wealth of Noxema, it's the Buntings. So
2: if I meet anyone with the last name of Bunting, have them buy you dinner. I'll be like, you're rich, and also you probably have like a closet full of Noxzema in your home. Yeah, they <laughs> live on <in> the Noxzema <laughs> Estate in Maryland. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: Maryland is a poor key. Francis
2: Townsend. I
1: know. Uh, so many of these stories start this way.
2: Yeah. I mean, in my
1: own family, we have like a you, legend. Someone
2: invented the Post-it. <laughs>
1: No, but we, my mom did tell me that my great grandfather invented patent leather. What? My great grandfather was a, had a leather tannery. Okay. And she claimed that he invented patent leather and wow. then his business partner <gasps> took the patent.
2: <gasps> so what you're telling me is you could have been the patent leather
1: heiress. Yeah. Wow. I know. And instead, I'm just regular old me. That
2: speaks to your entrepreneurial can-do spirit. I must have gotten it from
1: great Grampy Clark. (laughs) Anyway, back to George Bunting.
2: Okay, yes. So was he also like a marketing genius?
1: I think so. Because I feel
2: like a lot of these
1: people were. Well, I think, you know, you have to think back then, like, they were doing this all on their own. They were like the original kind of like their version of like 2011 Instagram influencers where they're doing everything themselves, right? Right. Like they have, they're creating the product, they're making it in their basements and then they're going out and hawking it. And they're hawking it locally too, which is so impressive. Like with Townsend selling it just in Ocean City, it's not like it was everywhere, right? right? So it starts in Maryland. So I just also okay. want to shout out the great state of Maryland, Crab Cakes,
2: Orioles mm.
1: and Noxima.
2: Have you been to Ocean City, Maryland? No, I have. Is it beautiful? It's a my, my recollection of it was that it was kind of like honky tonkish.
1: It's probably Bunting's influence
2: <laughs> and like a, like a sort of like honky tonk beach. Yeah, like a seaside town. Seaside town. Yeah. Yes.
1: I feel like all those seaside towns along the Atlantic coast are kind of the same. Kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. Revere Beach, if you will. Sure. So we're in Maryland. It's about 1914. And Bunting starts making his own formula of this. Right. Whether that not- he
2: came up with right. all
1: by himself. Mm, sure. Suspiciously. Okay. So he starts marketing it as, quote, Dr. Bunting's sunburn remedy. And during this time, there were a lot of products that were made of tallow, which is essentially mm. beef fat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, re- And really greasy. And so I want you to pay attention to the word greasy because okay. Okay. this comes up at the inception of the product, right? Like this was created as an alternative to the greasy tallow-based skin products of the time. Mm. And non-greasy is a phrase that is used In Noxema marketing,
2: oh, interesting, for
1: decades. So, like, they get the the product in terms of like the selling points are the same to me. It seems from day one. So, eventually, the name is changed to Noxema. Now, do you know what that name is kind of a pun for?
2: No. All right,
1: get this again. Allegedly, no eczema. (gasps) Have you ever heard that? No, I had never heard that.
2: Wow. So
1: there's kind of like an old wives tale that allegedly a customer came to Dr. Bunting or excuse me, Mr. Bunting and was like, um, sure knocked my eczema. So they just called it no eczema because customers were using this on their eczema, which is fascinating to me because I would assume Naxema would be irritating to skin with eczema. You can understand how it'd be cooling to itchy mm-hmm, skin, mm-hmm. but the way we treat eczema now is like products with nothing in them. Right. So apparently, also one of the early slogans was called "It was called the Miracle Cream of Baltimore." Oh. So eventually,
2: a lot of Maryland pride here. Oh no,
1: it gets better. Eventually, they they. There was a Noxema, actually Noxema factory the building in Baltimore, which has now become apartments. So if you live in the Fox building in Baltimore, you are living in the old Noxema factory.
2: Wow, you maybe the the spirit of the menthol.
1: It just smells really good.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what was interesting, I found an old picture of the factory, I think before they had turned it into like the fancy new apartments. And it was said Nox, like the Noxema company, and then the slogan, feel it, heal. Mm. So this was very f- eye-opening to me because I always just assumed Noxema was just like a face cleanser someone made up in like
2: 1980. Wow. No. You so, were sh- sure you were certainly wrong, Kate. <laughs> certainly wrong. I mean, I disrespected <laughs> Bunting's legacy. So the
1: product blows up. It's huge. By ni- the 1930s, about 15 million units were being sold yearly. So they keep the buntings keep growing the brand. They start kind of branching out. CoverGirl makeup is grown from Noxema.
2: Oh, so
1: if you go back and you listen to old ads for CoverGirl, I have one that I'll link to. I'm not going to play it today. But it will, the ad will tout like Covergirl featuring Noxima's medicated like skincare. So they play up oh, constantly the connection to Noxima, this idea that Noxima is this medicated healer. That is a big selling point. Anytime the product is mentioned,
2: that is very interesting. Now, Kate, I don't mean to like interrupt your flow. No,
1: we've got to take a break, but we
2: should take a little break. Okay and then come back and hear more about Noxema. Okay, okay. Because I feel like you have more to say. Oh, I've got a lot. Okay, right. BRB.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
1: if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash forever35.
2: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. All right, okay, we're back. We're back. Kate is like chomping at the bit. I to, like have so, get to- <laughs> I'm just like I have so much to say. Do I want to talk about how okay,
1: so the company's doing really well and they start expanding into creating new products, right? So around the time that this is all happening in the 50s and 60s, they create the Nox L corporation. Oh. So Noxima just now falls under the Knox L corporation. Okay. So you've got Covergirl. They acquire lest oil, the cleaning oil. Oh, okay. And Noxema starts branching out into um they're still using it as a skin cleanser. This is kind of from what I could track, the transformation from this being a sunburn remedy into a face cleanser is really getting pushed in the 50s and in the 60s when like TV advertising is huge. But they also start making shaving cream. And Noxema shaving cream is huge. Joe Namath.
2: Oh, they got Joe Namath? Joe
1: Namath does the ads. Wow. Um. So I think what I want to do now is why don't I, as we're going through the history, why don't I pause in 1965 and play you an ad that I think – I watched a ton of Noxima ads.
2: They're all on YouTube. This one I thought kind of – it's a minute long. Oh, yes, yeah, Dory has a question. I have a question. Mm-hmm. And maybe you went over this and I missed it. At what point does it really become a cleanser?
1: So – It's unclear to me in my reading when they went from marketing it as a sunburn cream to marketing it as a face cleanser. From what I can tell, the product itself didn't change in terms of how they were making it. Okay. So it's my understanding that what I am, I'm holding a jar of Noxzema in my hand that obviously some of the ingredients are different because it's 2020 and we've got different additives and such, but like the main ingredients are the same. We've still got camphor, menthol. They have uh, flax oil, soybean oil, eucalyptus.
2: So people still to this day will put this on sunburns. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Because there's no soap in it. It's not actually soap. Dory, buckle up. Because all
1: the advertising, so much of it, and I think it's in this commercial, they're like, it's not soap. They are pushing, like it is, they have created this mythology almost around Noxima. Like it's not soap. It's not this. It's not stripping. It's not greasy. It's its own fucking thing. Wow. And I, what I have kind of taken away from this and what I kind of want to pose to you and the listeners is like, so much of this is just how the product, like, it's just the marketing.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just... A thousand percent.
1: And it kind of left me reeling a little bit. Wow. Um, okay. So let me just start with okay. the commercial. Okay. okay. I found it on YouTube. It's from 1965.
3: In each of these houses, a woman is washing her face. Meet the soap user. She gets her face clean, but her skin often feels taut and dry. Here's the cold cream user. She has soft skin, but her skin can feel greasy and sticky afterward. Now this lady is getting her face clean as with soap, soft as with cream, because she's using Noxema skin cream. What a refreshing tingle as Noxema medicates while it cleans. Noxema washes off with water because it's greaseless. Leaves skin soap clean, but not soap dried. Cream soft, but with no greasy cream leftovers. And Noxema is medicated to help heal and prevent surface blemishes. So start getting your skin soap clean, yet cream soft. Get tingling refreshment. See radiant results. Use Noxema. It does more for your skin than any soap or cosmetic cream can.
2: Okay, first of all, the background music on that commercial is wild. (laughs) Doesn't it start like a thriller? Yes, like very like mysterious. Well, and it's also
1: (laughs) creepy because uh, you can see if you watch it, like you're looking and you're peering into windows of women washing their faces. Right, super creepy and voyeuristic. And all of the commercials early on are so creepy that I watched. There's one with Sandy Duncan. Oh. Yeah, she was apparently like a, a big commercial actress before she made it big. And there's a man just being like, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but your skin's amazing. <laughs> and then it, he's like, I'm really sorry if that was weird. Like it's the, it's a fucking weirdest ad. Uh. But you can hear the words, right? Yeah. The words that are used. Yeah. These words come up over and over and
3: over again.
2: Well, and I think it's really interesting that they use the word medicated. Constantly. Constantly.
1: Like, even as we get to, you'll hear in the 70s and 80s, they don't change what they're saying about this product. Mm. And I don't think the formula, they, they offer, they expand the line as all these things do to blemish pads and like a right. deep cleaner and a sensitive skin cleaner. But like the words stay the same. Okay. But what's wild is that their shaving cream advertising geared towards men in the 60s and 70s is like sex, sex, sex and this ad so they had this ad that was apparently like uh shocking so it features this model talking buckle up here we go this is a shaving cream commercial from
0: 1967 men nothing takes it off like noxima medicated shave
1: A lot, of, a lot of real jazzy music. Yeah. So he's shaving. He's shaving his
2: face. And what, is she in the frame? No. Take it off. Take it all
0: off.
1: It, Take it all off. Okay, so you hear, right? Like, women, it's like, you gotta look pretty. And men, it's like, you wanna get laid? Shave your face with Noxzema. And also,
2: like, why does she have a foreign
1: accent? Um, I believe she is, uh, her name is Gunila Nutzen. So I believe she is not an American. She's a Swedish model, Dory. That's Gunilla.
2: Right. But I think I'm just saying like, I think that's interesting to appeal to the American men that they would do that, like this exotic, quote unquote, Swedish model. Yeah. So that to me, the
1: contrast between how they were marketing these different products based on the gender identity that they were trying to sell to is fascinating to me. And so, again, around this time, this is the Noxell Corporation. They're doing very well. In the 70s, what was wild to me is that I found a bunch of ads that were geared towards young girls, like children, basically. Oh, Um, I want you to be able to watch this. I think I'm going to try to turn my computer. Can you see? I can, yes. So the ads get they're geared towards tween and teen girls, which was interesting to me that this was happening in the early and mid seventies. Um, so let's just take a listen to this one.
0: People say I got my good skin from my mother. They're right. Cause it was my mom who told me about naxima Good skin starts young. So I wash twice a day with greaseless medicated naxima skin cream. It gets rid of dirt and oil, cleans out clogged pores, softens, and moisturizes. Mom swears by Noxima. I'm glad I listened to her this time.
3: Good skin starts young and stays younger looking with Noxima.
1: So she's like 12. She's very young. Yeah. So there's like a weird indoctrination happening. Totally. But what's really interesting to me is that then there's this, because Noxima has been around since 1915 and we're in the 70s at this point. Right. They start playing up on the nostalgia for the product, mm. which is interesting. And I'm surprised it hasn't that hasn't happened now. So let's hear this and then we're going to take another break.
0: Do over 30? Me too. And my face still belongs to Noxzema. It's the moisturizer you wash with. It's cool and clean. It feels so nice next to my skin. But most important, I know I'm really cleaning and adding moisture at the same time. And isn't that a better way to wash? This face met Noxema when it was 15 years old. Which may be why 30 feels so good.
3: Noxema Medicated Skin Cream. The moisturizer you wash with.
1: Hmm, Creepy. Also, she's riding a horse. That must be why I really connected with the <laughs> ad. So, you see what I'm getting at, right? I
2: do see what you're getting
1: at. In, in the 70s, they're marketing to kids... And then they're like, hey, are you old now? Remember when you were young and you used Noxzema? And your skin looks so good. Yeah. Also 30.
2: (laughs) I'm so old. I'm Uh,
1: 30. Remember when I was 15? (laughs) I also just want to remind you, your face belongs to Noxzema is a slogan that they had for a long time. Like I can still hear that in the commercials from the 90s. It would go, your face belongs to Noxzema. I don't know if that rings a bell for you, Dory, but yes. Okay. So pause. Yeah, let's take another little break. And we'll be right back. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like, I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory.
2: Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. a
1: bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you.
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed
0: whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?
1: So I want to take us into the era that I think we know and love (laughs) and and love (laughs) uh, for Noxema.
2: Oh, and I also forgot
1: to add. Okay. So in the 80s, the Noxel Corporation is bought by Procter & Gamble.
2: Okay.
1: And I don't know if this is what causes the kind of shift in their advertising, but from my research, it appears they are solely now targeting with Noxima specifically teen girls mm-hmm. and the way they are advertising these products is through the lens of boys and the attention mm-hmm. of boys. And it is so fucked up. It- and, but what I think is most fucked up is that I think things are still advertised through this lens, just mm. in new platforms. So I want to just take you through my philosophy there, and then and then we'll break down what is in Noxema. But let me play you this commercial from 1992, and uh, it's two men sitting on a stoop with a basketball, chatting.
3: So tell me about this girl. Well, I've known her for a while, but but what? It's weird. I never really noticed her. So what made you? I don't know. Now she's cute. For healthy looking skin, wash with Noxema. You can feel Noxema tingle as it deep cleans. It scrubs out oil and dirt, won't overstrip. Even the leading soap strips moisture out, leaves skin tight and dry. Noxema helps protect your skin, leaving it soft and healthy looking.
0: Do I know her? Um, my sister.
3: Noxema girls get noticed. Okay, you
1: hear that tagline? Noxema girls girls get get noticed. noticed.
0: And
2: like, okay, so you were 13 in 1992. Mm -hmm. I was 15. I mean, these were like formative years for us. And this was the shit that was getting shoved down our throats. Oh, yeah. And this had been going on. These ads,
1: these kind of, I mean, they're all, there's all through the context of the male gaze, right? All these ads. Mm -hmm. But it's like so blatant in these, like they aren't even trying to hide it. and that really kind of kicks in from what I watched in like the mid eighties. This mm. kind of like boys are watching you. Yeah. You better not have zits. Right. If you wanna fuck. Or like go to Whoa. second base. I don't know. Or just like kiss. Right. <laughs> so this then leads us to what I think is like for us the most iconic time of Noxema, which is okay. the Rebecca Gayhart era. Oh, okay. Okay. So Rebecca Gayhart is a model who won a modeling contest, moved to New York when she was 15 in the mid-80s. Also, terrifying fact, started dating Brett Ratner at that age when he was a student at NYU.
2: Oh, gosh.
1: I know, like depressing gossip tidbit for everybody there. Um, but she becomes the face of Noxima. Like the, the the person we refer to as the Noxima girl. Yes. Um, and her commercials are like, or a legend. They were
2: everywhere. Kate, for the benefit of our listeners mm-hmm. who may not be familiar with Rebecca Gayhart, could you just describe what she looks like? How would you describe her? You know, I would say she is white,
1: mm-hmm. so she is a pretty white woman, but she's a little bit. You know, she's not like the Farrah Fawcett, Christy Brinkley type who, you know, like blonde bombshell who both, interestingly enough, did commercials for Farrah Fawcett did Noxema and Christy Brinkley did CoverGirl. Also, hilariously, Meredith Baxter Burney was a Noxema spokesperson in the late 70s.
2: I mean, that kind of tracks. She has that like blonde, you yeah. know, all-American vibe. So
1: it's not that Rebecca Gayhart doesn't have that stereotype. Like she's a stereotypical white woman. Yeah. But she's got tight curly hair mm-hmm. she's stunningly beautiful and there's i don't want to say natural beauty because i feel like that's such a gross term but there's something i think both unattainable to about her mm. but in the commercials she comes across as relatable because the commercials have storylines
2: okay does that kind of
1: yes. give you enough info that's
2: some good content she was a
1: very successful model who then went yes. on to have a, a very important storyline on Beverly Hills 90210. Spoiler alert, she dies. (sighs) (laughs) She was Dylan's love and she died and I'm still dealing with it. But anyway, more importantly, here's a commercial starring Rebecca Gayhart from 1993.
0: Oh no, the guy from my art class. There's probably more oil on my face than this canvas. Relax.
3: You just used Noxzema every time you wash and nothing less. Hi. Hi. It's better than soap. Dissolves oil without over drying. Soap doesn't.
0: Interesting, huh?
3: Very. For healthy looking skin, your face belongs to Naxima.
2: Okay, so this is, this is basically a music video. Yeah, it's sexy.
1: So they're at a gallery looking at art. She sees Jake from her art class. And of course, her concern, her skin looks oily, which is such a 90s concern, right?
0: Oh my God. Imagine
1: if someone showed up with, quote, glass skin. (laughs) She wouldn't be able, she wouldn't know what to do.
2: (laughs) They'd be like bullied out of high school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there are other commercials like this that have the same storyline, which is like, we're going out tonight. Who's going to be there? Tom. And then it's like, don't worry, your face belongs to Noxzema. And then the girl washes her face to sexy music and then she's confident around the crush, right? So all of this is through just like a nightmarish heteronormative male gaze. (sighs) So what's interesting to me in terms of the advertising front is that this seems to eventually stop working and the last ad that i could find was from 1998 and it's basically this girl that's like every girl wants to be a different kind of girl and then everybody <laughs> washes their face with Noxima like it doesn't they've stopped by like late 90s it seems from what i found they have kind of stopped this like if you want boys to like you right. you'll wash your face with Noxima which i think is interesting um and Noxima eventually gets acquired Well, excuse me, I think the brand Noxel gets acquired by Procter & Gamble in 2010. It's still available. It's still very popular and it still sells well. Wait,
2: sorry. Mm -hmm. You had said they got acquired by Procter & Gamble earlier.
1: Yes, in the 80s. Right. And then it goes, they sell to Unilever. Oh, okay. You didn't say that. I'm sorry. They sell it to Unilever in 2010.
2: Oh, they sell to Unilever in 2010. Okay. Uh,
1: But what's interesting is like Noxema is still all over TikTok.
2: Mm. So
1: I just wanted to play two contrasting TikToks. Am I running out of time? No, you're good. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull these up. Okay, here's one.
2: Let's talk about Noxzema because everyone's
1: been asking me to review this brand and I didn't even know what it was. And now I'm quite thankful. So I'll just say this. Do not put this on your skin Now, there are some face washes that have fragrance that are totally forgivable because, again, it's a wash-off product, but when it comes to the classic cleaning, whatever this is, it is so bad for you. The fifth ingredient is fragrance, which it should be the last ingredient if it's in a product, and it also is menthol and camphor, which are probably going to either burn your skin or, at best, give it a cooling effect that'll eventually sensitize your skin or damage it in the long run. So, please, again, this is not something to be rubbing all over your face, and I know it costs, like, $3, but there's a reason why it costs three dollars then we have the ultimate clean daily deep pour this is not okay i'm gonna stop there okay so oh, the reason i bring into tiktok is because this is where all the marketing is right like mm. this is where we are getting advice yeah there is no rebecca gay Heart commercial that anyone cares about anymore but what people do care about is like what influencers do and are using here's just one other tiktok about Noxima.
0: all right bitches if you bernie easily- Slee. Stop what you're doing and watch this fucking video. So I know I'm clearly burned out of the ass, but fuck the aloe shit, fuck ice packs. All it does is help relieve the pain. You want something that helps relieve the pain and the redness to make it turn into a tan faster. So what you need to do, you need to go get some Noxena. Okay. It, it's like an old lady cream. My grandma told me about it, like, when I was, like, six. But the secret ingredient is it has camphor, which takes out the sting and the redness, and you put it on, and the next day, it's not red anymore. And you just mix it in until it dries, and you're good. It's amazing. I like the smell of it, but, but that's what you need to do this summer, ladies.
2: Okay, okay, so wait, I just want to point out yes. this woman is very pale. Macy the loser is her name. And blonde. There's no way that that burn she has is fading into any kind of tan. That's fair. <laughs> she doesn't know that yet. <laughs> no. Her grandmother
1: didn't tell her that about sunburns. About the old lady
2: cream yeah. that she's using. <laughs> so
1: that video went viral. Um it has over 680,000 likes Wow On TikTok And then the Person I played Previously His Or excuse me Their name They are JC Dombrowski They are an influencer With a lot of followers
2: Don't you find it Interesting though That like Now The As a face wash It's getting Kind of like pooh pooed, uh-huh. And it's getting Talked up For its Original yeah, Story Full circle, yes. Right, yes. it goes viral on TikTok
1: as a fucking sunburn remedy. I mean,
2: hello, nineteen fifteen. Right, almost uh, over a hundred over years 100 later. Hundred
1: years later. I thought it was fascinating.
2: Yes. And
1: what is funny to me is like this is why you. I don't trust TikTok for anything. It's like you have this one person who's like, "This is trash." Camp for and then this other person who's like, "Yes, bitch." Camp four. <laughs> And the the point I wanted to make about advertising and TikTok is that, you know, in these ads in the 80s, they were showing like, if you just have nose it's, you'll have a boyfriend and everything will be perfect. Mm. TikTok influencers or Instagram influencers, wherever you're getting influenced, they don't come out and say it. But by showing their lives online, their perfect lives with their hot boyfriends or girlfriends or whoever, there is still the insinuation that if you just use these products and do these things this will be your life. So essentially, they're just savvier versions of the commercials from the 80s, right? Like there is truly no difference. We are being marketed to no matter what. Before we wrap, here is what is in Noxema. Now, obviously, I got to use my reading glasses. Hold on. Okay. So originally, we've got camphor, which is from a camphor tree. It's an oil that gets distilled. That's that's like long been used for insect bites and you rub it on your chest if you have a cough. Menthol, which comes from like peppermint or it can be created synthetically. Eucalyptus. Linseed oil, which is like flax oil. Mm-hmm. And then soybean oil. Now, I was reading like there was an article on Birdie of like, is this good for you or is this bad for you? And I don't I think like anything, it depends on your skin. Yeah, totally. Right? So that the oil can be nourishing. I do think it can be cooling, like that last influencer said. And you can watch on TikTok before and after videos of people who tried Noxema and it either cleared up their skin or it gave them a breakout. So
2: I mean, I want to see. Macy the loser, Marcy the loser. Macy the loser. I want to see her skin the next day,
1: and if it actually worked. Yes. All right. Well, she's. Where's her
2: part two? She
1: might have had a part two. (laughs) I might not have gotten there. And I I will say, like anecdotally, I bought a jar of Noxema and I've been using it—not a ton, but using it in the shower—and it's weird. I remember as a kid, it always kind of left this like feeling like there was something on my face.
2: Mm, So I mean, I think you're saying that it was greasy. I've always felt it was greasy.
1: Also, did you notice how that word, like none of the marketing changes, the words are the same?
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. It's bizarro.
1: Anyway, that's my product recall on Naxima.
2: Wow, Kate, you really took us on a journey through time history.
1: It's been emotional for me.
2: I can see that. The
1: ads are wild. I will share a bunch more on our website if you just have some free time and want to watch what the fuck was going on in the 60s and 70s. And if, you st- if you're still if you using Noxema today or if you listen to this and you're like, I'm going to go try it,
2: let us know. Yeah, let us know. Because it's in my shower. I'm using it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess the real test will be if your daughters use it and then you see that your skin looks like your daughter's.
1: That's right. And also, if I go to an art museum and a hot guy yes. talks to me.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, Kate, this has been amazing. Thank you for taking us on our first product recall. And I will be coming at you next week with another one. I can't wait. Bye.